something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, listener. I'm Carol Fisher, the host of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister. I'm so excited for you to hear the brand new season where we're uncovering a 35-year-old mystery. But for those of you who didn't hear season one or just want to listen to it again, you can now get access to all episodes of that first season of The Girlfriends 100% ad-free through the iHeart True Crime Plus subscription, which is available exclusively on Apple Podcasts. You'll also get access to every single episode of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister, ad-free and one week early, only available to iHeart True Crime Plus subscribers. So what are you waiting for? Head to Apple Podcasts, search for iHeart True Crime Plus, and subscribe today. Hey there, I'm Dr. Maya Shunker, and I'm a scientist who studies human behavior. Many of us have experienced a moment in our lives that changes everything, that instantly divides our life into a before and an after. On my podcast, A Slight Change of Plans, I talk to people about navigating these moments. Their stories are full of candor and hard-won wisdom. And you'll hear from scientists who teach us how we can be more resilient in the face of change. Listen on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's the best bits of the week with Morgan number two. What's up, y'all? Happy weekend. It's Morgan hanging out with y'all on the best bits. This is just the bits. Highly encourage y'all to go check out the best bits part one. This weekend, I had Scuba Steve on with me. We talked about the foods that are apparently very unique to the United States and if we could live without them. We also talked about hat fishing and if it's the same thing as girls wearing makeup. I don't know. You can hear our debates and the show that his son is currently obsessed with, and he loves it as well. So definitely go listen to the Best Bits Part 1 with Scuba Steve this week. But for now, we're going to go dive in to the top seven segments from this week on The Bobby Bone Show. Lunchbox used the water bottle test to see if his wife is cheating. There's been this water bottle test going viral on TikTok, and so Lunchbox decided, hey, I don't have any reason, but I'm just going to try this out and see if his wife is cheating. And he brought the audio in to show what happened and what he found out from trying this test. Number seven. There's a TikTok video where the guy's like, all right, this is how you find out if your partner's cheating. And it involves going to get a random water bottle, like one that you could buy at like a thrift store, like a wa- any kind of. Like so, a tumbler. Yeah, yeah, like a Stanley mug or whatever sure. those are. Ray, play the clip from TikTok. If they have nothing to hide. That's not mine. I don't know whose that is. They'll admit they don't know whose it is because you've made them feel like you trust them. But if they are cheating. Thank you so much. They'll go along with you and pretend it's theirs. So you put this, you know, thermos, whatever. that's not theirs. Not yours. It's random. And you go, oh, this, this was in the car. And if they're like, oh, that's not mine. Honestly, they have nothing to hide at all because they're just like, but if they do have stuff to hide, maybe they're like, oh, no, that was left in the car by... Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. could have been left by so-and-so, yeah. Boom. The guy yeah. that she was drinking wine with on the porch. Remember yep. that when you walked up? Cheese and wine. While you were working. Yeah. Cheese, too? Oh, yeah. That's cheese an and crack- crackers and... <laughs> 
Like at noon. Jesus. Yeah, it was noon. They were a bottle and a half in. Noon, dude. What kind of music was playing? I don't think they had music, just nature. Just listen to the wow. listen to the birds okay. chirp. Okay. So what did you do? So I went to the Goodwill and I found a water bottle for a dollar and I bought it for a dollar and I drove her car somewhere. And then when I came in, I was like, oh, I was just cleaning out the car. Boom. Here we go. Here's the water bottle. And we're seeing her reaction. This is her. She's standing in the kitchen and I walk in and. Boom, what if boom. we find out here that she is cheating? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because be we good. haven't heard the clip yet. Here we go. Go. <laughs> I, was clean, I, I cleaned out the car and I found her. I found your water bottle. Uh, that's not mine. It was underneath your seat, under the in the car. <laughs> I've never seen it before. Are you sure it's not yours? It's not mine. I just, I, I was cleaning out the car, got the kids' shoes, some artwork, and then this water bottle was under the seat. I don't know. It's not mine. I don't know where it came from. All right. Well, congratulations. You passed the test. You're not cheating. <laughs> Give me a kiss. Okay. Thanks. Mwah. 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 Bye. You're still married. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, she was really like, huh? She had nothing to hide. But then Lunch tried to keep getting her on the lie. Like, are you sure? I yeah. found this water bottle. I don't know. I tasted it. It tastes like a dude's lips. <laughs> well, you got to keep going. I mean, it. maybe they'll crack. Also, she's probably shocked that Lunchbox is cleaning out the car. Also, I mean, he talks he... weird when he's like doing a bit. <laughs> yeah. Because he just keeps, oh, here's a water bottle. The bottle of water. Here's a bottle of water. <laughs> water, oh, bottle. At this time, she must know. <laughs> yeah. Here, she, he's doing sound effects. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's a bottle with agua. <laughs> But she's not cheating. Good That's for right. you, buddy. Good. We got a good, healthy marriage now. Because you never know. Who you're sleeping next to. You think you know, yeah. but you have no idea. Wow. That's just true. Like, you think, <laughs> oh, they would never kill me. But guess what? It happens a lot. How oh. can we test her on that? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> you do think sometimes, like, she could. Like, just in the middle of the night, I, I couldn't stop her. That's like, true. I could be asleep, and she could just be like, Stab you know what? She I could mean, just go for it. It does happen. Never yeah. know who you're sleeping next to. <laughs> It's the best bits of the week with Morgan number two. Y'all love to hear the rejected segments. These are the things that didn't quite make it to the air, but they did make it to the air in an unofficial way. In this segment, we call rejected segments. So they made it, but they didn't make it. So it's like second place, basically. These are second place segments. Number six. It's time for rejected segments. I didn't put this on the list because it's so new, but... I wasn't going to do it today because it's just so dumb. But Eddie's like, why don't you buy us cars? I'm like, what are you talking about? And then he sends me a clip of Adam Sandler. This is David Spade talking about Adam Sandler. David Spade telling a story about Adam Sandler. Dumb. I like the clip. It's but awesome. That you would send this to me is so dumb. Here you go. Is it true that Sandler gave each of you guys a Maserati? Uh, he gave us all a uh, Maserati and... Uh... One car for all of you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Chris Rock called me and he goes, Adam, you looked in your driveway. I'm keeping Adam's car here for some reason. Goes, no, that's for you. We all got one. I was like, what? So he bought those guys Maserati. Because wow. they were in the movie Grown Ups. Oh, smart. That's crazy. Yeah, right? That is awesome. Yeah. Like George Clooney does that stuff too. That's what I'm saying. Go ahead. What's your point? Like, I mean, I feel like Adam Sandler, He's he makes the movie, and but all of his cast, they help him make the movie. So that's us to you. So why don't you get us something like this? I do get you stuff all the time. No, no, like a Maserati. Yeah. Why First of all, to- different. Adam Sandler probably produced a movie himself. Yeah, you produced this show yourself. No, no, hold on. I don't no, no. I don't pay your checks. Adam Sandler would have paid those people checks. Oh, and they'd yeah. have got his friends, and they did him a huge favor by coming in and doing the movie, probably taking less money to get that star-studded cast together. So hmm. he's like, well, let me reward you guys as friends. 
You guys are getting paid? You're getting paid wonderfully. Yeah, I'm probably taking less just to keep the show together. Handsomely. <laughs> I don't know, man. That would make me feel really good. Yeah, of course, great. it made me feel good. Hey, no hey, one's hey, bought hey. me a Maserati either. Like, can you great. imagine Lunchbox calling me? Hey, look in your garage. Yeah, what? Hey, hey, oh, uh, my gosh. Bones got us a car. Yeah. They're so, they, they live the life. You're treated like princes around here. <laughs> By me. By, well, just me, mostly. Yeah. <laughs> Take your places. Hey, think about do it. stuff. Just think about it. I, I rejected like, that it, segment. Well, there's so many other things we have to be grateful for. And then also, I just think you went a little high with the Maserati. Like, we could ask for something. Like, oh, no, no, you no. don't get this, too. No, no. Oh, oh, like yeah, a boat, stop. Amy? Like yeah. a boat? Okay, this is a revolt. Okay, time now. For, you, or like a Jeep. Everybody gets no, a Jeep. No, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. I okay, have a Jeep. Time for... <laughs> <laughs> rejected segment, let's go! Rejected segment. Oh. These are segments we didn't want to do. I saw them, I was like, there's no way. But I made a list. Number five, Amy's idea to do a segment called, Does This Count as a Vegetable Plate? <laughs> it's true. I was so annoyed. She said, I was craving veggies, so I ordered a seasonal seasonal vegetable plate. It just said seasonal. So, okay. Well, it was cheesy grits, fried hush puppies, and beets. She goes, <laughs> can we debate if this is a vegetable plate? <laughs> <laughs> it does have a vegetable on it, doesn't it? Uh, okay, beets. A vegetable on a plate. Fine. Yeah. Uh, that was rejected segment. Yeah. Number five. Rejected segments. Oh. Number four was Lunchbox's idea. And mostly the idea was there, but he wanted to send someone away for days to go on a darkness retreat by themselves, like Aaron Rodgers did. <laughs> he said, we spin the wheel, and whomever it lands on has to go on a four-day darkness retreat. That's funny. Okay. Yeah, it's called the Wheel of Darkness. Right. I think that's great. But for us to leave for four, it just... And who's going to pay for the trip? I have to pay for all the games anyway in this show. I'm not paying for a trip. I mean, how perfect would that be? What it's if it's all- just like one of our houses and the room's dark? And you for, four days, for four though, days, though. <laughs> for four days. You guys going to do that? a lot. All right, next one up. Rejected segments. Oh. Number three on the list. It was that there were two bowling stories at the same time. Actually, there were three. So first, Eddie wanted to talk about how he bowled seven games in a row. Amazing. Record seven oh gosh, games. Did your back hurt? Yes. Ugh. My arm, my back, everything. <laughs> what, what is cool about that he bowled seven Nothing. In a that's row. why we didn't do it. What so are you talking that's about? One. Have you ever bowled seven games in a row? Probably. No. Exactly. And if I did, I don't think I'd bring it as a bit. Oh. <laughs> the next one. Ray said, what's something you're willing to admit to the world that you're really bad at? And Ray's was bowling. This is like the same day these two came in. <laughs> Weird. It's like we talked about this. Oh, did you guys? No, we didn't. Yeah, to bowl a 48, I didn't even know that was possible. They were actually asking me if I needed the bumpers. It's the one thing I'm really bad at is bowling. I never did it. 48. That was number three. I knew there'd be nothing there. And then obviously Eddie's kid had a birthday party at a bowling alley and wanted Alan Jackson to come to it. Correct. We talked about that, though. We did. That so one we got rejected. one bowling story in there. Yeah. Here we go. Number two. Rejected segments. Oh. This is called show prep report card. A little peek into behind the scenes. Show preps, everybody submits an idea. I kind of go through and say, does this work? Does this not? And then we grade everybody. Only one person gets an A. One person gets an F. Everybody gets a grade. Mm. And then the person with the F, the most Fs at the end of the week, has to stay and write for 30 minutes on a board. I will submit better prep next week <laughs> over and over again. I don't like that one. No. That's too uh, I mean, come on. Well, it got rejected. It's yeah. from Mike D. It's his Thank idea. You. Yeah. yeah, rejected and rejected segments. Oh. I like this one. I do. I like this one. It's the number one rejected segment. I just feel like you guys wouldn't all be on board. So, again, from Mike D, he wanted to do one number of the phone number as punishment for easy trivia if you lose first. So, here's how it goes. Okay. If you're eliminated first in easy trivia, you have to give out one number of your phone number in order. So, if you continue to lose, by the end of it, listeners might have your number. Ooh. If you come in last... 
10 games throughout the year, your full phone number's on the air. Wow! No way. I love this. Me too. Me but too. I don't, you know what I don't like, though? The order. Can we just do it out of order? No, and then if somebody they, wants to put it together, they can figure all that out? The combinations are... Yeah, that would still be a million. Then that would be stupid. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be impossible. But it's possible. Maybe we do it over like three months, because there's... Area code, three numbers. <laughs> Prefix, three numbers. That's six. The four, it's ten numbers, right? No, no, because once you get the once you get to like six numbers, you can just start guessing. Hey, that's showbiz, baby. Don't lose. That's true. Mm-hmm. I like it. I would do that. But I rejected it because I knew some of you wouldn't want to do Thank that. Thank you. Yes, rejected. Well, I mean, rejected what? segments. Oh. For years, we gave out Lunchbox's number. <laughs> yeah, same number. Actually. Yeah. It's the only number I know. 210. Ah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We're done with that. All right. Done with that. Rejected segments. Thank you, guys. It's the best bits of the week with Morgan number two. A listener called into the show and asked Bobby how he got his start in radio and what the evolution of his career has looked like. And so he shared that story in a short version for sure. It's not all the details, but it was a really cool story to hear and definitely one if you've been thinking about making a new career jump or you're just getting started in your career, you'll definitely want to hear this. Number five. On the phone, Eddie in Oklahoma. Eddie, what's going on, buddy? Hey, so I was just kind of curious, man. How, how did you become the, in the radio business? How did you get your chance to do radio? When I was 17 years old, I begged for a job at the radio station in Hot Springs, Arkansas. Now, when I was 9, 10, 11, 12, I used to call the radio station every night. And I'd be like, this is Bobby the Barbarian. That's what I settled on as my name, Bobby the Barbarian. Because wrestling, the Barbarian was a big wrestler. <laughs> I tried a bunch of names. And I would call, and I knew I knew from five years old I wanted to be on the radio, on TV, and I wanted to be a comedian. I don't know what it's like to not know, and I, now I feel bad. I just thought everybody knew. Then you find out later on, most of your friends are like, I'm still trying to figure it out. But I've known since five years old what I wanted to do. And so because of that, I always kept it in mind. So I kept working. Even in high school, like I wanted to go to college. No one in my family had ever been to college. So I knew I was going to go to college. And I went and begged for a job at the radio station like 50 minutes from my college. Now, still in high school. But they said, okay, cool. We'll hire you to run the Rick D's weekly countdown where you just take out a CD and replace it with another but before my first job doing that and cleaning the station, they had to fire somebody for stealing station equipment. Because we used to do these DJ, like, sound and light shows. And they'd have a bunch of CDs and you'd play a show for a bunch of 14-year-olds or to senior center. Yeah. But he was, like, stealing some of the stuff. So they fired him. And they're like, hey, you're going to go on the air. Now, at the time, I was 17, 18-year-old little Bobby Estel. That's right. They were like, your name's going to be Bobby Bones or Bobby Z. I was like, that's stupid, but okay. Pick one. Oh, 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 I'll take uh, Bones. Weird, weird name. I'm like a pirate, right? So I go on the air and I was awful. And depending who you talk to now, still awful. But I go on the air and I'm like, hey, everybody, <laughs> KLAZ. Overnights, I got on, said the wrong name, the wrong station. Did overnights on the weekends. Weekends, grabbed nights pretty quick. You know, finished school. That was a priority because no one in my family had ever finished, I mean, even high school, but college. Finished and moved to Little Rock and was there very briefly. Got into some trouble there, meaning we broke into another radio station. <laughs> a little bit trouble. Not like legal trouble, but it was about to be. We broke into another radio station, took it over. It's in my first book called Bare Bones. Thought they were going to fire me, but in another station, a guy named Jay Shannon had heard, well, this guy, like 21, 22-year-old, is like creating mayhem in Little Rock, Arkansas. 
So I was like, do you want to come to Austin? I'd never been to Austin in my life. And I just accepted the job. I was like, I'm in. Let's go. Drove down in the ice storm. Took like 23 hours to get there. Lost half of my furniture that was already broken and cheap anyway. Did nights there for a bit, but the station was failing. And they didn't have a morning show. And I got an offer to go to Seattle. But they were like, what do you want to do? What will keep you? And I was like, let me do mornings. They were like, you're 22. Nobody does mornings. I'm like, well, station sucks anyway, so who cares? And they said, okay, cool. Good point. <laughs> So went on in Austin as morning show host at 22. Got in trouble there. Lunchbox went to jail. Yeah, let's not talk about that. I almost went to jail. I got sued a bunch for different things. Never anything crazy bad, but stupid. And in like three or four years, we became really big in Austin. And then I started spending most of my paychecks and figuring out how to syndicate the show. So I spent all this money. We spread out. My contract was coming up again. They're like, what do you want to do? They said, we can't. You can't take Ryan or Elvis's job. I was like, well, all right, let's. They've never had a national syndicated country show out of Nashville. Let's go. And so that's like a movie where we just smash cut. Oh, yeah, yeah, real quick. Here we are 10 years <laughs> later. Me and all my friends. Overnight. Yeah, it was just that easy. It's just that Lunchbox <laughs> was working at Jason's Deli when I met him. Amy was selling granite when I met her. Eddie was my local TV producer when I met him. Mike D was an intern who was like, hey, man. No, he's a MySpace messenger who's like, hey, man, can I intern? Mm-hmm. Ray was my pool boy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hung out with a no, family. No, 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 no. Don't say that. Wait, no. what? What? No, no, no. Went no, on no, vacations with no, you? No, no. But Eddie, that's it, man. It's a pretty weird story, pretty organic way. We kind of, you know, we were never really the darling of the company. We kind of forced it to be. Are we the darling of the company now? We're not. Oh. But oh, still dang. aren't. Yeah. Like, but that's yes. it, Eddie. I appreciate you asking that, man. No problem, sir. Thank you for taking my call. Yeah, of course. It. That's fun to kind of walk down. That's cool to hear all that in one, like, in one setting. Yeah, I left out a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you did. Mostly bad stuff. It's the best bits of the week with Morgan number two. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. I'm Elia Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes... I guess identify the life that I want and and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Uh Thank God for the limits. Every time I have like one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your host of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. Oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues 
pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. We chose an employee of the month for the month of February on the show. Everybody made their case for why they should be chosen, and somebody was. Somebody had an outstanding February among the rest, and they won, and they got to choose their winnings. And I'll just, a little spoiler here, the winnings weren't so big. Number four. It's now time for the employee of the month award, where if you win, you spin the wheel for cash. Come on! So, Eddie won last month. Reigning employee of the month. Pretty cool. Good job, buddy. Yes. Thank you. And we got big news. Lunchbox is back in after being gone for three months. Suspended for three months. He's back in the race for employee of the month. So when I come to you, just say why you think you should be employee of the month, and I'll tell you if you're in or out. You know what? Let's go to you first, Lunchbox. Employee of the month. Why do you think you should be employee of the month this month? I dominated this month. Without me, there would be no show this month. I took my wife out to dinner to celebrate this award last week before the million dollar show. At a client dinner, got a free meal. It was so romantic. I taught you how to Valentine's like a boss. I taught you guys about the stock market. We invested money. We're making money on the stock market. And I said, hey, can we take a picture with a celeb at school functions? Everything the most talked about segments on the show this month right, have it. been me. Right, that's it. And when I win, wrap, wrap. Lunchbox, you are I will, still in. I will block someone. Hey, still, oh, oh, he's calling the shot right now. I like it. If you win, your your prize is going to be eliminating someone? Blocked for three months. Get ready. Who will it be? Not I'll just say they sit next to me. Okay. Amy? Okay. No, You're still in it. Eddie. Come on. Reigning champ. Why should you be employee of the month? This is easy. The month of February has been one of the biggest months of my career. I started the month caddying for my best friend Bobby Bones at Pebble Beach. Though we didn't play, we had lots of stories to bring back for the show. And Bobby and I also played the Million Dollar Show where our listeners raised a lot of money for St. Jude. It was awesome. Also, if you've been to the Bobby Bones Show Instagram and TikTok page, I suggest you do it right now because I'm making some videos. They're really good. The videos are awesome. Well... I felt, I felt a little pandering there, like to me, yeah, that best was like, friend in St. Jude. Well, there, was some, there was some definitely pan- You did all that. Yeah, none of it was made up. definitely some pandering nah. to it. So I'm gonna, it's not you, Eddie. You're not going to repeat as champion. Oh, my God. We been knew eliminated. that. Yeah. But, hey, heck of a month. Thank you, dude. It's awesome. Amy? Okay. You tell me when. Go. Oh, okay. Vulnerable <laughs> stories like crying over sour cream, seeing an energy healer, and my crazy reaction when Stashira pierced her ears. I had tips like how long to pee, pets are a tax write-off, and Kool-Aid in toilets. Fun questions like which pill would you take? And I called Lunchbox out for his shadiness. I saw you say to click the button. Well, yeah, I, mean, I don't know what you were saying. You mumbled no, at some point that, that it was just like. I know. Bar- I looked and I was like, Ray, are you hearing her? I thought you had another glitch. I was like, Are my ears drunk? Wait, what? A, how did I mess that up? Uh, some words. Uh, bu- I tried uh, to hey, buzzer fit anyway. In 16, yeah, buzzer. Fifteen yeah. seconds. I'm sorry, Amy. It's Wait, not going to be you. What? All of that? Mm-hmm. Hey, I had more. Morgan, <laughs> why should you be employee of the month, Morgan? I feel like I should be employee of the month because not only did my bagel bit go off on social media, but I've been competing. An easy trivia, and people are proud of me. Our social media right. has been popping <laughs> off, including my effort to grow our TikTok, and we broke over a hundred thousand. Yeah, okay, and that thing okay. growing in your throat. Yeah, hey, leave me alone. <laughs> that was rude. Okay. Goodness, you're out. No, I'm not no, out. Let's You're out. <laughs> Morgan, oh 
You're, you're, yeah. <laughs> good month, though. Good right, month. I'm going through your throat now. There's only two other people that can be in it. Ray, you're up. Why should you be employee of the month? Me and Abby got everybody tickets to the Preds this month. It was a fun event. I spearheaded getting the printer fixed. I told you guys Garth's <laughs> Bar is opening this summer, and I hosted games so Bobby could play. Yeah! A- anything else? You have time, Ray. Wow. <laughs> Ray, it, huh? you're still in. Yeah! He <laughs> so got the printer fixed. No, like he that, really did. He That's a good deal. He yes, did he it. Did. Yes, Abby, last one. It could be you. You could be employee no. of the month. You could win cash. Abby, go. Okay, I think I should win because I was given an awesome opportunity from Ray, shout out, to sing the national anthem at the hockey game, and I spent hours preparing and trying to improve so that I could sound my best yeah. and represent the show in a positive way. And I did all of this with a smile despite people doubting me. Uh, so hopefully I made all of you in America proud. You did Plus, make us all proud, oh, by the way. And yeah. I didn't mess up the words. <laughs> yes, you Thank proud. you. So she only did one thing? Wait, no, she, she did, did a lot. Day. She only had 15 seconds. And she took yeah. a week off. But Abby, you did. Uh, you did have a week off. He did. It's a great point. I work from home, though. <laughs> Still, you got the cove, you know? The cove. You got the cove. Abby, it's not going to be you this uh-huh. month. Let's go. Let's go. The it's block, down to two. It's the block down, is ready, baby. It's down to Ray and Lunchbox. So I have written down who it is. I'm not going to change my mind. Oh, man. I, I mean, you want me to go over more of the bits? Who would you vote for, any of those two? Gosh. Employee of the month. Did Lunchbox already do his? Uh-huh. Yeah, he did his. Gosh, oh, I got I mean, there were so many segments that I. Oh, yeah. He said he took his wife to dinner. Um, <laughs> okay. I guess I guess I would. I feel like uh, Ray works so hard on things that we don't really hear about. So and... you vote for Ray because of you don't know. Guys, you all don't realize how important the printer was. He spear, spearheaded that. It's a big deal. Right. Right. Part of it. He spearheaded yeah, he it. Okay. Right. It's right. Oh, my gosh. The winner of Employee of the Month for the month of February, which is last month. Ah, printer he's back. Is Raymundo. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. So stupid. He shared the story of his wife having an ambulance. <gasps> Went on for like two days Good and one. how much it cost. And the weirdly, even angrily worded email he sent to the restaurant. <laughs> he was like, you gave her food poisoning. Turns out that wasn't the case. He brought us a country music secret about artists who have knife fights. Oh, hilarious. Oh, that's He's true. hosted games. I mean, when he asked Eddie, when was it over for you? Talking about Eddie leaving Sore Losers. That like, was a funny one. Hilarious. Line. Post show. So we're now we're zeroing in on he one got, lines that he says. Yeah, I mean, that was wow. a funny, funny one though. He yes. got Abby the job singing at the Preds game. True. So well, Raymundo, you are the employee of the month. Wow. Yeah! And he spearheaded the, the printer. printer. <laughs> That's a big one. Yes, it is. Now, Ray, since you won, you get to pick. Would you like to spin the wheel of cash? Would you like to block someone? Or would you like self-promotion? I've decided I'm going to spin. That wheel! Come on! There's up to a, there's $100 on here. And that'll be printed at that printer right over there. <gasps> spin again times three. Oh, my God. Wow. Spin again times three. Yeah! You might okay. get $3 here. Ray. <laughs> All right. Spin again times three. Let's do it. Whatever this lands on, that's the amount of money you're getting. Okay. Please don't land on 100 okay. I have to pay that out myself. I think our listeners think the show gives us money oh, for this man. crap. No, it's me. Let's spin that wheel! Three hundo, baby. I hope he's got to cover the ambulance bill. That's true. <gasps> oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Oh, oh no! Oh, so, Ray, you got three dollars. Nice job, buddy. Thank right. you. There he is. 
our employee of the month, Raymundo! It's the best bits of the week with Morgan number two. A huge thing that happened on the show this week, Bobby got win that Lunchbox auditioned for another job, and he did. But, spoiler alert, he didn't get it. He did bring in the audio to share with us, so like, auditioned for another job, brought the audio in to his current job. Kind of weird. Number three. I had heard a whisper the Lunchbox was trying to get a different job. I didn't know what that meant, because we all do lots of stuff. But it turns out you were trying to get what position? Uh, the Atlanta Braves of Major League Baseball back in, I think it was like October, maybe November, they put up a thing that they were looking for a new PA announcer. So what'd you do? And I was like, well, I mean, I would love to be the announcer for a, a Major League Baseball team. So I made a demo of me introducing players and I sent it off. And I didn't say anything. And I was just like, hey, man, if I get it, like, then we go from there and maybe I have to move to Atlanta, whatever. What'd you have? I, I mean, I didn't know how much it paid. I have clips. And so this is, these are clips. And this is, these are real. You these, said are, these, these, these are, are the ones real. you sent that they didn't pay. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was one long, like it's a one clip, but I broke it into one so you can commentate after each one okay. if you want. All right, here's Lunchbox's first clip. Now batting for your Atlanta Braves, number 23, Michael, not Jordan, Oh, you even did sound effects oh, with the baseball wow. going wow, in? Wow, wow, yeah. wow, wow, It's not bad. That I mean, sounds great. It really is. It's Yeah, it's, it's nothing to make fun of here. It's a little derivative of some other PA announcers. You know, doing a little nickname, doing that. You know, it's like doubling it up. Oh. Um, well, it's actually, you sound good, though. Here's yeah. clip two. Pitching tonight for your Atlanta Braves, number 36, Ian Anderson. It's good. Yeah. Little known fact. Oh. I was Anderson, class of 99. Oh, God. But Ian didn't go there. Ian Anderson on the mound. Okay. See, we didn't need that last one. Yeah, part. I mean, I was like, yeah. wow, this is really good. Oh, a little known fact about me. <laughs> it's all back to him. Next one. Tonight, your center fielder, number 38, Eli. Named under Eli Manning. Why? <laughs> is he really named after Eli Manning? I don't know. I just made it up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One more. Your starting pitcher tonight, number 99, the year I graduated high school. That is the one, the only, Spencer Strider. Okay, the good and the not so good. The good is, is you sound great. Just you doing that sounds really good. You can do that. You wouldn't have been able to move for the job. They pay, it pays like 50 grand. Oh. So it's a good job, but you're not going to be able to move and leave this job and make the same amount of money. Okay. So don't be too hurt because you probably wouldn't have left anyway even if you got it. But it's just, you know, you're making it about you. The PA announcer's really not doing a routine up there. Mm-hmm. I, I I thought they would want something different. Maybe. I, I don't know but what that's they're not looking even for. Like putting a funny nickname. But also you, you... There was like 500 people that applied. I and- have the guy who won. Here's Kevin Krause, the new PA announcer for the team. Today's starting pitcher for your Atlanta Braves is number 99, Spencer Strider. Wow. He was good, he was good as he is. Okay. Better, I yeah. think. Well, he didn't add a bunch of sound effects and do a routine about his life growing up. <laughs> that's true. And what high school he went to. <sighs> Who edited it for you? Because that's not your editing. That's good. No chance. Scuba help. Okay, yeah, good job, Scuba Steve. <laughs> I'm sorry you didn't get the job, but you should take away from it. You, you do sound really good. Thanks. It's the best bits of the week. With Morgan number two. I'm 
Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your host of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. <laughs> oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed, And to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in in a different aspect of my life now. So... How'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Ashley McBride stopped by our show this week, and it was so awesome to hear from her. She talked all about things that have been happening in her life recently, but also about her new song, Light On In The Kitchen, which is so good. When I first heard it, it was already connected with me, but then I got to hear her talk about it and hear her perform it in the studio, and I'm just, I can't get enough of this song. This is amazing. But everything that Ashley McBride does is amazing. She also is known as Lady Jukebox from back in the day when she used to play bars coming up being an artist. And so we had her play some covers. So be sure to listen to this interview, but then go to bobbybones.com and watch the full performance. You will not want to regret not watching this. I think that's how it's said. Number two. In case you didn't know. She recently won her first Grammy Award for Best Country Duo Group Performance. Never wanted to be that girl. I never wanted to be that girl. In studio is Ashley McBride. Man, she's going to sing for us. We're so lucky. Girl Going Nowhere from 2019. In the last come up, in 
One night standards jam. It's just a room key. You ain't got a lot to me. And she's got a new song she's going to play for us called Light On in the Kitchen. Here we go with Ashley McBride. The Friday Morning Conversation with Ashley McBride. You know, Ashley, I said that we, we don't deserve you in this studio or, or this format. Wow. And I even said, we, we, we don't need to make her sing. To me, you're like the best. Thanks. And they were like, no, no. Ashley's like, shoot, she was happy to sing. I'm like, are you sure? Oh, yeah, I'd be singing. If I wasn't here, I'd be singing at the house. Well, <laughs> just know. I was like, we don't have to make her sing. I'm just happy she's going to come up and see yeah, us I'm here. I'm tickled to come chat. Well, I got to get back from Arkansas, too. So, What do you do when you go home? Was it a home thing or a show I was, thing? I played in Fort Smith, which is where mom is. And I played in El Dorado. My dad's people were from around El Dorado and Pine Bluff. Isn't it funny when you go home how many new relatives you didn't know you had till you're doing a Literally show? Literally met a new relative. <laughs> and the only way that, because that she just went to the venue lady and was like, I'm Ashley's cousin. And they came and they're like, do you know this person? I said, that doesn't sound familiar to me. I don't know a lot about my dad's side of the family, though. So they said, she's got a picture of you and your grandfather. And I said, is it granddaddy or is it papa? Because then I'm going to know if they're lying. Mm-hmm. So they said, granddaddy. And then they brought me the picture. And I was like, I wonder who that is. So I, I, we, I call mama and we work it out. Um, that it's my grandmother's sister, so my great aunt's daughter. Well, they're stretching yelling picture. cousin at the door, huh? Right. <laughs> they're like, I'm her cousin. Here's a picture of people. Yeah. But I, I got to hug a new cousin. Yeah. That's awkward. But, and now I've got a picture of me and my granddad I didn't have. See, that's a net gain, though. Yeah. An old cool. picture that you didn't mm-hmm. have. Your family's interesting to me. I'd like to talk about your grandmother for a second. Yeah. Uh, because she was very musical. Did she teach you how yeah. to do, like play harmonica? Your, your grandma, and what did you call her? Great. So my great-grandmother played everything. Okay. She played mandolin, harmonica, guitar, taught herself. And her name, her last name was Mayhem. They called her Granny Ham. Okay. I've spent my whole life trying to have a cool nickname like Ham. Oh, I thought Granny was going to be the nickname. <laughs> no, Granny Ham. Like, how cool is that? Makes me feel like some Jimmy Dean breakfast, you <laughs> yeah. know? Yeah. So yeah. she w- did she work with you on music, or did she no, just have it around all the time? No, she was gone before I was born. But okay. then my grandmother... My mom's mom was very musical, and she taught me. She may have taught me one chord. It might have been two, though. But I was always banging on something, and I've, I've still got. I've got Granny Ham's mandolin, and I've got Mimi's mandolin, too. I'm still terrible at mandolin, but um, they were all real patient. Everybody could sing. When you were singing as a kid, where did you sing? Because it's not like you grew up in like a big place with lots of venues no. to go perform. And I was too shy to do it anyway. So I sang all around the house, and then. When I we were when I was growing up in Mammoth Spring, we lived really close to Hardy. Like that's where I went to high school. Um, was over in Highland, and there was like an antique shop district down there, like um, canoe rentals and stuff like that, outfitters. And there was a gazebo down there, and I would go play there. I'd play at the Dulcimer shop. There was a guy at the Dulcimer shop. Um, his name was Jeff Camp, and he gave me Dulcimer lessons. It tried to give me mandolin lessons. But it turns out just I just needed to stick with guitar. Mandolin was before guitar. Once guitar came along, I was like, oh, this is what I like. Uh, tell me about this song, Light On in the Kitchen, before you play it here. Yeah. So the more we sat around and talked about problems we had solved at kitchen tables, it really pointed out to me how sacred a kitchen is. Because even now, when we have get-togethers and stuff, we all end up around the island in the kitchen and I was thinking back college years, even just wild days. I'd be over um, at a friend in Little Rock, and we'd get a six-pack of Heineken and a pack of Marlboro Lights, and we'd light them off the gas stove in the kitchen. And that's where we would solve the problems for that trip. Mm. We kind of discovered how important and sacred 
the, the kitchen space was and how minimal that effort was. And now we tell each other, I'll leave the light on. Oh, wow. And so it became this new way to make me tear up. <laughs> you know, my aunt lives in Michigan, and she could text me and say, you're getting on stage. I'm going to bed. I'll leave the light on. Mm. Which is just, I'm thinking about you. And that just, it's just songs give and give and give. And so we enjoyed writing the song. Um, you know, me and Connie, we don't write nothing down until somebody cries anyway. And we were all sitting there just so full of love and thankful we were together and that we were healthy and we're tearing up and writing the song. And then the song gives this other thing to, to my family, I'm sure to, uh, to their families as well. And, and Jessie did say she was writing this song in, in her, from her perspective. She's giving advice to her teenage daughter. I feel like what she just said there, you could play some minor chords underneath it and just have her talking over it. And that's also a hit song. Oh, for sure. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like that whole, what she just said, <laughs> just strum some sad sounding chords under it. Yeah. And that's a song as well. I'm going to be putting that out. I'm going to steal everything you just said. Do it. Yeah, do it. <laughs> okay, here is Ashley McBride performing for us. This is Light On in the Kitchen. Hey, come on, man. That is a treat. I told you. We don't Thanks. deserve it. We don't deserve that. And, and also, that's what happens when you're not looking down. Sometimes when you close your eyes, you put your finger just the complete wrong fret. You know what? Live is live. I don't hey, care. Whatever happened, we, I had, to, had tears in my ears. I couldn't it hear it. Feels it feels good. Felt, yeah, it was awesome. That's, that's a great song. It's a new, sing, it it's so a new single, too, right? Like, this is the one right, you're coming so, with? It's crazy because this song was the first thing we write when we go to make this record, Proper Record 3. I know I want it on there. And then, of all of the songs that I had chosen for a single, this one hadn't raised its hand for me. And so when we thought maybe this should be the single and they somebody said that to me, I thought, really? Okay, let's try that. And it just feels so good. It feels so magical. I was playing in El Dorado the other day. And when I said, there's more to life than being skinny, all couple thousand of them just lost their minds screaming right, and shaking their heads. That feels so good. Okay, I have a couple questions for you here. Yeah. You have come up through it, meaning you were playing bars oh, yeah. in like Memphis, you know, yep. you're living in, you know, northeastern Arkansas. Yep. And so that's quite the scene one, legendary scene. Like a lot of great blues artists, rock artists have come up through Memphis. And you're playing some of those clubs, those bars, and you start to move around a little bit. But did you have a time where you had to do like the Beatles back in the day? They had to learn every cover ever. Yeah. So you just had to was that something that early on you did? You're like, I have to learn every eighties and nineties country song ever. Well, it wasn't when in the Memphis scene, it wasn't more country songs I had to learn. Um, I was like, oh man, as amazing as my Pam Tillis is, it's not always gonna fly here. Mm. So that became the Jackson Five. T Pain at one point. <laughs> Lady Gaga, which leads us I into... I fell in love with a stripper. Right, absolutely. I'm, I'm going to buy you a drink. And legit, people are still like, play, buy you a drink. And um, and that became, like, learning to play like Lady Gaga songs and stuff like that became a portion of my bar show called Lady Jukebox. So people could just request a song from the jukebox? Or they could, they, yeah, we would take a, a, at least a portion of the show and I would give you maybe a decade to choose from or... Whatever, and and say here are the rules. If I know it, I have to attempt it, and if I don't know it, I can't attempt it. I'm sorry. So they would be like, you know, prop me up beside the jukebox. So I'd play a chorus of that, and then um, 
we could from there they would be like four nine blinds and you just try to find a way to get there the john denver did you make like, a bunch of money doing that though since it was interactive would they tip you more if you played their song than if you're yeah, just playing yeah especially when you when somebody's like i'm like this guy wants me to play um jack and diane and then the one guy's like i'll give you 20 bucks not to and i'm like that's funny y'all duke it out <laughs> yeah. y'all duke it out there's the tip chart that's funny so if i were to say um strawberry wine Oh yeah, Dina Carter. Dina Did you do a verse and chorus of that? Um, Tracy Berg. Absolutely. Oh boy, she's going through the. She's oh, wow. doing full Rain Man on us. All right. She's like publishing day too. I can even sing the like. I mean, I don't. Know. I, think, I guess. <laughs> hey, go I lay it we on. We all us. do that, right? Yes. Come on. Okay, okay. And my purists are going to know that I really screwed up that channel, and they're going to know what a channel is, too. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. We ain't no purists over here, Ashley. That's right. It's close enough for the kind of people I date. Man. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Which okay. I'm told is not a funny joke anymore, but that's fine. Okay, okay. Let me throw, let me throw yeah, another yeah, one yeah. Yeah. How about Neon Moon? Mm-hmm. Brooks and Dunn. Mm-hmm. It would be hard to do it better than, I'm going to play that out here, than, um, than Casey Musgraves did. She's putting on a capo. She's. I'm. I'm guessing. She's downloading the information to her brain. I don't know. I just know it's out of like a D position. And you can just do the chorus too. Whatever you want to do. Yeah. Well, I don't have any idea where to do that. Song. <laughs> yeah. How's your brain know? Because again, I play, but not like you. I do right. comedy, and I know like twelve chords, right? But they all. I think that's all there are. But but some of them I count twice. But so how. Are in your mind? Are you like okay? If I had to see here with Cape on, can you hear it ahead of you playing it? Or I would try to. That's almost the key. Ronnie sang it in, and so wherever a guy sang it, you kind of want to just put it at least two full steps above that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no idea. And I don't have a great Ronnie Dunn impression. <laughs> I was singing it. And I was like, I could start singing this song as Terry Clark right now, and it would be really convincing. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna give you one more. I'm, yeah. gonna, go, I'm gonna go very difficult on this one. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go wide open spaces. The chicks. Oh, she knows already. Oh, she's on. Wow. Okay. You follow. I just had this whole thing in my brain. We're like Kelsey Ballerini just walked in the room. It was like Lauren Elena, and we just wound up in kind of like this weird flash mob karaoke. That'd have been awesome. Is that a thing? Uh, it was about to be. Flash Bring them mob? in. <laughs> oh my god, we just walk into okay. any bar with an instrument yeah. and, and just, just start do doing it. flash mob karaoke. I mean, and they, don't, they, they don't even know. Come on. In a restaurant. That would be. It's like you know how mariachi comes to your table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you even might if you don't get want kicked them. out. But you might not. Mm, that's true. Okay, now I have a thing I want to do. Yeah, I'm with you. Let's hit the TV well, show. for now, right, we're here. Yeah, we'll Flash mob karaoke sounds great. Um, oh, wait, we got to hit the chorus. Do you know how to do the chorus? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's so good. Ashley McBride is here. Yeah. When you won the Grammy... I remember that. Did they tell you when did that i didn't watch the show because i had to leave i did i right. worked the pre and then i left right you have a lot to, to do to come that home. day well no then i had to give you the show the next morning yeah here so i flew but i didn't watch the show was that what part of the show was it pre it was what, in the pre-tells okay how does that happen how do you know you won well they do it just like the regular grammys and there's like performances and there's a band and really there's a horn section i For, love but it's not on tv no wow and there's cameras and everything like mm-hmm. it goes around and it shows it on the jumbotron and it's a really long walk from anywhere you are to that stage. And I was seated with my sister and some some members of my team. And I didn't know that our category was being read at the time. <laughs> because I'm asking my sister, Aubrey, should you should I give you my clutch or should I just like put it in this chair? Um, and then I heard them say Carly Pierce. And I thought maybe if, if we had won in that category that they would say the song first. Never wanted to be that girl because that's what's winning here is the song. 
Um, but they said Carly Pierce and Ashley McBride never wanted to be that girl. And I just started shouting expletives <laughs> because I'm sure you saw the gown. And I just I would love for anyone to have as much trust in anything <laughs> as I had in that gown that day. Wow. It was it was a long walk. And then I thought about jogging. I got down to the end of the aisle and I saw Carly and I stuck my hand out like we we're going to Laverne and Shirley up the stairs. And um, and then I, I realized I was walking a little bit too quick a pace because the, the dress couldn't keep all You're the way You're losing up. trust? You're losing I was trust losing quickly? a little. My, yeah. my faith was, was uh, <laughs> questioned, was tested. Okay, look. Light on in the kitchen is the new song from Ashley. Um, we love it. I did say on E when I was that night, because I, I talked to you and Brandy Carlisle, you're yeah. the only two on my Mount Rushmore of vocalists. It was all Thank your heads. You. Mm. Just you, nobody else. We don't need anybody else. Thank you. Just you and Brandy Carlisle. She's so wonderful. Just There's that. not anything she can't sing. We feel the same about you, right, guys? And she oh, sang yeah. it all, Thanks. too. Yes. Uh, so there's that. And then, we should invite Brandy into the um, flash mob karaoke thing. Come on. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like it's going to be, be a bit expensive. Talent fees, I'll be honest with you. As somebody's put we'll together do, a couple we'll of time. Okay. Um, AshleyMcBride.com to see all the solo dates and fairs and festivals and out with Eric Church and Jelly Roll. And I mean, she she's just awesome. Thank you for coming in. We really appreciate it. My pleasure. One of the best. There she is. Yeah. Yeah. It's the best bits of the week with Morgan number two. Huge segment on the show this week. All of the parents and kids alike were coming out to share their thoughts on this one. Amy shared that her daughter got a piercing without telling her. And I'm not going to tell you any more than that because I want you to hear and give your opinions for yourself. But I do believe Amy handled it in the best way she could. Number one. Amy, what's up with you? Well, you mean by the fact that I had to discipline my 15-year-old daughter? What happened? She doesn't ever get in trouble, and she's been asking for a fourth ear piercing in each ear for a while, which here's the thing. She's 15, and she already has three on each side, and I feel like we've Is that been, a lot, though? Yes. It is? Okay. For 15? Absolutely. I didn't have multiple piercings until I was- Can't compare you to her. 30. I know, Why? but can't compare you to her. Because <laughs> you hate it when your mom did that to you. Like, well, when I was a kid, you can't. Oh. But I hear you. Well, okay. so I feel as though- We've asked her to please be patient with Mm -hmm. each one. We've sort of, when she's on her 13th birthday, second hole, 14th birthday. um, And then, you know, we built up from there. And I'm like, hey, let's just wait. You're turning 16 soon. And she should respect that. I'm just saying don't compare you to her, but you can have any rules you want. Also, we're trying to, like the reason why we're saying no too, we have a reason. It's patience. Let's practice it. Love it. Because she doesn't, once she gets her mind fixated on something, it's all she can think about. So we're working through that. And she has had her hair down for like a week. Oh, no. And then her friend came over and braided it and put it in a ponytail. And we're driving in the car and I look over and I I notice a fourth piercing and I I said, are those magnets? Because you know they make these magnet earrings. And she just stops and she goes, no. And she's got her friends in the back seat. Three friends in the back. And I slam on the brakes and pull over. Oh. Amy, you went, you're supposed to you went full embarrassing no, mom. No. Oh, no. Oh, oh, no. Oh, no, Amy. <laughs> you did the slam on the brakes. Oh, with with da- her friend. You even slam on the brakes was, just you and her. That sucks. It, and that's embarrassing. It, it, it yeah. wasn't dangerous. I, I want to clarify that. We were driving really that's slow. That's not while we're gasping. No, no, no. I know. You slam on the brakes. Safety of others. Who cares? Because you were mad. We're just, you just humiliated her. Go ahead. I know. It wasn't, it just that I was shocked because she is, a respectful kid like she does well like we give her a lot of freedom because of that and I just was so disappointed did you see fire in your eyes no I just couldn't believe it I because I, I wanted to know I wanted to know who when and how you paid for it 
And so I pulled over to get that information, and I didn't want to be distracted. What were distracted. the kids in the back seat Oh, like? their mouths were so wide, you know, like, oh, what is happening? Yeah, did you the, take her out of the car to talk her to her, well, or did you well, leave her in the car? Well, one of the who's in the back is who did it. Oh. Mm. And With I love, ice, like numb I it. love this child. And she's Not like anymore. she's like a, a daughter. I mean, I would care for her like she's a daughter when she's at my house because they're BFFs. So anyway, nobody's in trouble. It's not bad. I mean, I had to, the discipline, the consequences from it, that she had to take it out because I knew that would hurt her enough because she's wanted it. And you have to take it out and let's be patient. And they're going to have to grow in. Mm. Um, and then you have to come up because trust has been lost, especially because she covered it up with her hair for a week. And then she couldn't answer me. I said, who, when, how? And, and she was just silent. She was like, I don't know. She oh, yeah. a snitch. And then, and then her friend in the back said, Miss Amy, I did it. Wow. And I said, okay. And I said, and did you know that she wasn't, she was supposed to wait? And she said, no. And I, I believe her. Like, the friend has a piercing thing. Um, oh, my gosh. So, and I said, is anybody worried about this getting infected? And so she was like, well, my left one does kind of hurt. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. So, and then luckily the other two girls that are in the back, I said, how many piercings do y'all have? And they say one. And I said, would your parents get upset if you just randomly pierced a second hole? And they're like, yes, ma'am. Like they would get so mad. We would be in so much trouble. So they kind of thought it was cool that she had three. Now, they were scared of you because you slammed on the brakes with everybody yeah. in the car. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, did, I didn't slam it <laughs> in a dangerous it. way. And, and, I know, but you did pull the car over with all the kids in there. Yeah, because I— And good for you. I was so— hey, I'm just, but it, it was that's, Shocked. Yeah, yeah. And that, that's the word good I used. And then I Strong. used it because I was, I was taking them to the mall to hang out. And? I didn't detour the trip. Oh, oh I thought you, you. turned yeah, yeah, this yeah. car around. No, and I didn't make That'd her take cool. them out in that moment. I said, look, y'all have a fun day planned at the mall. We're still going to go. So we go to the mall, but we still have about a 10-minute drive. So I use this as a time to sort of explain myself and say, you know, uh, you know, when, I, when parents, when we have, when we're saying no, we have a reason. It's because we love y'all. We care about you. You know how that lands, though. Oh, yeah. Well, I hope that maybe parents their parents. Parents don't understand. That's what we felt. That's what they feel. No, I think I even said, and look, I get it. I was a teenager. Oh, God. That, now you're <laughs> no, really no, no. Stop. Listen, kids, I get it. <laughs> I get As she it. Turns, she turns her chair backwards and sits on it. Listen, I'm cool like you. Yeah, I, get it. I am cool. So. Well, I'm sorry. Anyway. But also good for you. That's strong. Oh, yeah. So consequences. Earrings came out. They're already, which by the time we went up to have the talk to sit her down and say, hey, we need you to remove them. She you should have made her remove another one, too, and go to two oh, as a punishment. That's no. good. Well, the other ones won't grow. At, they're already there. Hey, that's showbiz, baby. So <laughs> they just sit there. Then. So we go up and we're thinking, oh, gosh, we're so nervous to say take it out. We say take it out. She goes, I already did. And they were gone. And then we said, and now you have to lead the family. Come up, Google it, do your research, come up with a trust exercise, and you're going to lead the whole family, including including your brother, like in a trust exercise so we can start building that trust up because that's what's happened here is trust has been broken, and we like trust you with everything. We gasped. We like it. That's yeah. strong mom. Strong mom. Yeah, good job. Strong baby. mom. Strong mom. Do we it. like that. Good for you. Thanks. I've been so embarrassed for her. <laughs> oh, yeah. Seriously? She'll have that. She'll be telling that in therapy. Who? Your daughter. No. Mom slammed on the brakes with my friends in the car. <laughs> it made me rip out my earrings. But then I came off as cool. I still took them to the mall. You didn't mall. come off as cool. No, you never you come never did. School. You're the mom. No. You can't, I was, you're not going to cool. I feel like I was relatable. Oh, cool. yeah. You're to totally down to earth. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. It's the best bits of the week Show. with Morgan number two. Thank y'all so much for hanging out with me on another weekend of the best bits. I hope it brought you smiles, maybe some cries, tears, I mean, not in a bad way, maybe happy tears, or maybe it just made you feel good, whatever it may be. 
I'm glad you're here and thanks for hanging out with me. Again, be sure to check out Best Bits Part 1 with Scuba Steve this weekend. We also shared some recommendations for movies and TV shows to watch. And of course, I had Scuba Steve give me an update on how it is with three kids. So all good stuff over there. I love y'all. Bye. Yes, Bobby Bones. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, listener. I'm Carol Fisher, the host of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister. I'm so excited for you to hear the brand new season where we're uncovering a 35-year-old mystery. But for those of you who didn't hear season one or just want to listen to it again, you can now get access to all episodes of that first season of The Girlfriends 100% ad-free through the iHeart True Crime Plus subscription, which is available exclusively on Apple Podcasts. You'll also get access to every single episode of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister, ad-free and one week early, only available to iHeart True Crime Plus subscribers. So what are you waiting for? Head to Apple Podcasts, search for iHeart True Crime Plus, and subscribe today. Hey there, I'm Dr. Maya Shunker, and I'm a scientist who studies human behavior. Many of us have experienced a moment in our lives that changes everything, that instantly divides our life into a before and an after. On my podcast, A Slight Change of Plans, I talk to people about navigating these moments. Their stories are full of candor and hard-won wisdom. And you'll hear from scientists who teach us how we can be more resilient in the face of change. Listen on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.